Hey, happy Friday. Here we are again at the Airport Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we talk about the greatest disaster movie ever made, one minute at a time, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie, Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And for the third uh, time in a row, we are blessed to have Mr. Chuck Goldstone with us. And he runs TerribleAdvice.com, a very funny guy. And it's all, uh, it's it's a website that is actually all fired. Wow. Yep. It's an old technology. Ungreen un- un- as possible. There we are. <laughs> Go fire. We're talking about well, we've just we've just finished watching uh, Tanya put the pieces together about mm-hmm. uh, the Guerrero family by her mention of Guerrero. And well, uh, you know that should have been you know that should have been uh, you know a there if any place in this movie needed reverb, it would be there. Right. It should have been Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Guerrero. <laughs> Dun dun, or there should have been dun 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 music. Or, or it could have been. Could you? How would the Jetsons dog say Guerrero? Guerrero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, or maybe Scooby Doo. I don't. He would have gotten away with it too. I was channeling. I was channeling Scooby Doo. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be Guerrero. Is yeah. uh, but. But who knows? You know, I'm I'm just not up on my dog parlance. But uh, she does do a good, you know, she does do a good job expressing the anguish and the sudden realization. But we only get two seconds of her, and we instantly go back to uh, well, we get to find <laughs> find out how the uh, Bakersfield mar- Bakersfield marriage is going. And judging from the opening scene, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Poor old Mel is crushing the headache in the front of his head with his fist, while dear old Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bakersfield is uh, about to flick a cigarette ash on his carpet and, and yell at him from from her the from the vantage point of her mink coat standing in his office. Well, I I think uh, the, the the precursor of of uh, of, uh, of what is about to occur. Is if when the title of the episode is the atmosphere of hate. Yes, that's 19, right, you know, nineteen sixty-five was the summer of love. This <laughs> was the atmosphere of hate. What does the atmosphere of hate smell like? Stale cigarettes. Yes. Yeah, Stale cigarettes. And 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 and, and uh, scotch. I think. I think. C- cigarette put out on Burt Lancaster's navel. That's what it smells like. You know, this was not his finest acting. If you look, I mean, I love Burt Lancaster's uh, acting. Except love him to death. Not, this is not his best. No. This, well, I, I think he, you can tell that he hated every minute of this movie. He looked a little uncomfortable, if you ask me. And and I guess you are. So I, I tell you that. Yeah, but, I, uh, yeah, but he's just not oh. he's, he's not handling this well. Poor, you know, Cindy, Cindy Bakersfeld is, is banging him about how we don't have a a home anymore. We have a waiting room, which uh, actually he has a pretty nice waiting room. So I don't know what she's really complaining about. Well, but, that. But it, we have, it's a waiting room, but we don't have any magazines. Yes. Right. And where are those sandwiches with the crust cut off? Why don't you cut off the crust on my sandwiches? Well, I keep. Uh, I mean, I know their marriage is falling apart, but I can't help stare at the furniture in the background. Are those those chairs are like a kitty chair? You you are sitting. I think your <laughs> knees would come up to your eyeball level. Right, yeah. I, right, right, right. You're absolutely right. I was, I, I made a note when I saw that that I think that was after the Wizard of Oz. That's that's the conference <laughs> table where the Munchkins. Yes, yes, yes you're yes. right. And uh, 
And they, they, they're they're expecting enough people that three people will be you know three ashtrays are at the ready, mm. which uh, which is fortunate. Well, because, they knew she was coming. So yeah, they, so she had a stub one out right there, and uh, but I mean as they navel. as they walk over to the table, that table is at shin level. No, that, no, that yeah, it's no, it's an ankle. If you yeah. upon a conference table and you want, I swear it is. I I looked at it. It is at her knee level. It is, it, it is the perfect height to tie your shoes. You know, you got your floor shimes on, you stick them right up there, and you can just tie your shoes. It's the perfect height for that. But as to having – can you imagine having a conference by sitting at the table? It just – you might as well just sit on the floor just to give yourself some leeway. Um, yeah, that's funny. I wonder I wonder what the story is there. I, I guess they wanted to make the room look a little bigger. I mean, that is a tight little set, so maybe it's like – And is you know, that a huge boot in the corner, a golden boot? Um you look minute second three all the way over lancaster's almost staring at it It looks like a huge boot oh yeah yeah i don't know i guess you you put your 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 umbrellas in there oh that could be it yeah or it's a spittoon it's a um well it's it's a boot tune is what it is (laughs) yes uh flower that you get to spit in but everybody smokes cigarettes then yeah, there were, well, I have to do what, four or five ashtrays on the table. Mm-hmm. But you could not possibly pull. I don't, this is what I don't get up at that conference table that seats about six people. It is impossible to put your knees, there's not enough room for your knees from the top of the chair to the. So if you, th- you know what this was? This was the prototype for the future of all seat pitch. Yes. Right. <laughs> someday, yeah. yeah, they're they're planning on someday. Someday we're going to have airplanes that are going to be as cramped at this conference table. That's where they sat Coakley when they were pissed at him. Sit over there. <laughs> Get the dwarf chair. You know, no. Well, you know, maybe maybe we have this wrong. Maybe <laughs> this is the timeout table. Yeah. If somebody in the airport misbehaves, this is where they do their timeout. But they can smoke. On the other hand, so that's not all bad for them. And is that uh, on the wall? I believe is that the is that a uh, an aerial view of the airport? Yeah, yeah. We were looking at uh, twenty nine and twenty two right there in the middle of middle of. It even took it when there's snow. See the, the snow next to the rivers and the lakes there. That's that's really quite. That's quite. Uh, that's that's quite the office. It's a yeah. little bit better than the one that Tanya has. But it's a great place for a knockdown, drag-out fight with your spouse. Now, I I imagine, now think about this. You've watched the minute. You've seen it, as I have, maybe a few times. Mm-hmm. Picture this same conversation with Ralph Cram. I mean, it works. <laughs> Bang, Zoom. Works if it's, it's, uh, it's Ralph. To the moon, Alice. <laughs> Runway 27, Alice. I do like the, the the lighting, except for the part where, it, I mean, it seems like it, apparently somebody pulled up and parked uh, a car in uh, in Wind. Mel's office. Yeah, this is, uh, right, there, it's a parking lot right outside that window. Yeah, it's uh, just, and, some, and some, you want to know something? I've been in, I've been in motels that are that room. Uh, yes, yeah, first floor of like a, an old Holiday yeah. Inn. And that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know when somebody got home because the, the, it, that's how the whole back wall looks like. Yep. And uh, it's a yeah, it's a tragedy that they. I guess well, this is this is what normal looked like back then in 1970 pictures. So it just people are okay with this. It doesn't have to look that real. It has to look kind of like a stage. And 
Oh gosh, poor uh, poor Donna Winter though. She has to look angry and tired. Mm. But she can have a cigarette, and um, she she has the opportunity to say that we don't have a home anymore. I think that's I think that's very telling. We don't have a home anymore. She's saying it to a man who sleeps five feet away from her. I, I still love the double beds. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, looking a little a little harassed in this. Uh... Scene. Uh, this is uh, not his finest. This is not his finest moment. No, I just. I, I'm wondering if he's thinking about. Am I going to get to keep my uh, my PJs? Uh, it's. It, I. You know. And, and she says, "I came here to tell you that Roberta left home. That she couldn't. You know, she had to wait until the middle of the conversation to do that. Yeah. I'm, oh, wouldn't you by think, the way, wouldn't you think? Yeah. It's, uh, by the way, uh, the the uh, the cat was uh, uh, crashed by a repairman's truck. Yeah, call me. It's critical. That's all she had to do. But you know, let's see. Mm. But she waits until the middle of the conversation to say, you know, that uh, Roberta. Yeah, is, yeah. There's... And he has that look like who? Who's Roberta? Yeah. Well, first he first she has to dress him down. Let me tell you what's wrong with you. Oh, by the way, our right. daughter. Remember the one that we had together? Yeah, uh, she's left home. Wouldn't that be? I think he she buried the lead. I think is what they call that in press circles. <laughs> Just. <sighs> Poor, uh, poor prioritizing. And uh, it's check please on this marriage. Yeah, <laughs> done and done. Ooh, he looks like he's got a nice uh, model of a plane. And they uh, uh, at the end of the minute. Yeah, that's that other. Uh, we had. I want uh, that. We had uh, Hal Bryan on from the Experimental Aircraft Association, and that's yet another one of those uh, SST models. I think it's an American Airlines one. Yeah, what a great, what a great. I wonder who went home with all that loot. All the the prop department had a bunch, had a field day with all those little uh, travel agency models parked everywhere. Well, and did you also notice behind him, he has every kind of telephone yes. and radio. Yeah, he doesn't have it. He's missing a Morse code key, but I think every other form of communication is on that wall. Mm. Um, but uh, just just in mm. case he needs to contact airplanes coming in, or just it's it's. Uh, how does I would wonder what the original interview was like. By the way, can you control the entire airport, just one person? And what kind of uh, emergency uh, uh, console would you need to operate every feature of this airport from one office? This is uh, this is a complete failure of delegation. Uh, that's Mel's job. That's and you know that it it's either that big circle of uh, of radios and telephones behind him or his wife. That was his career choice here. He either could stay with the uh, the uh, angry woman in the mink or go with the Motorola uh, handset behind him. Um, I, I think his, his, uh, his die is, is, is cast at this point. But it, but what's, it, is, it is sad that now the daughter is caught in the middle of this. And, yeah. yeah. And, she, and by the way, she hates milk. <laughs> Every meal she's given milk. Yeah. And, and, and she's lactose- Turns out she's lactose intolerant. That's why she's uh, spending the night uh, at the uh, at the Boltons. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't give her dairy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm glad you're here. The floor needs waxing. Could you? If you're going to be living with us instead of uh, the Bakersfield, you can just, uh, you know, do it this way. But uh, yeah, just a tragic life. I mean, I would love to see. It'll never happen. It can't happen, but because they're all gone. But I would love to follow the further adventures of uh, the Bakersfield kids and where where they went from here. Uh, well, they they uh, spent a life of you know uh, uh, drugs and um, yeah, substance abuse and uh, and staying away from airports. 
And it's all Dad's fault. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, uh, and, you know, but, uh, Eric wants to call a truce, or at least that's what he wants to do. Yeah. He, he has this realization that at that moment, it was like until this moment, he had no idea that the relationship problems that they have were causing issues beyond them. And it was all of a sudden he has this turnabout saying, we must, you know, we are causing damage to our children. We must, we must stop this and have a truce. Yeah, and, and who's, she's the one that pushed for a divorce, though. Yeah. Well, well, well no, I, I, she's the one that yeah. came up with the solution. The solution yeah, is, exactly. you know, if daddy's not coming home, why don't we let them know daddy's never coming home? And that right. seems to be the that seems to be the answer. She's the only one that didn't been fight able to... against it too hard. Well, yeah. uh, you're right. Well, well you know, he's, he's we're not there yet. He's just kind of looking at her like, "What? Are you sure?" Oh, he he wants. Well, okay. He just wants to call it truce. She says that it would be hypocrisy. So, hypocrisy. Uh, I, I I don't get that logic, but um, well, it's but, that fake fake it till you make it thing. I guess it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> let's pretend we're in love, and we, we, got, uh, we have to do something. She says, you know, yeah. Mel. No, well, actually, Mel says we have to do something, and then I guess that's when she says, you know, you're right, and the answer is a, a divorce. And I thought she was actually going to say the answer is either divorce or or maybe we'll have a yard sale yes. <laughs> did you have you ever seen the movie the swimmer that's yeah I, that's that's what the more uh we had a we had a guest on uh, pete mummert who had suggested that one of the ideas is that this is actually the prequel to the swimmer and that his, uh burt lancaster's whole failed life in that movie uh is displayed proudly here in the air on airport and uh, i'm starting to agree with him you know as I first started watching this movie, I used to take Mel's side on all this, but as I, the more I watch it, the more I take Cindy's side. I mean, she's been living with this guy who can't, you know, he's Commit never put to his... going to a hoity-toity party. He just well, won't do it. No, but it's like he he knows the kind of life. The, the the thing is that you know, part of it, she wants to get him away and get him into something else where he's not working twenty four seven and he's not going right. out for another shift. And, aviation is what I know. It's what I like. Yeah, and it's like, well, you also have two kids. You have a family, and like that's the part that you're supposed to be concentrating on, not sitting here playing with your toy airplanes, and uh, going to eat meatloaf instead of coming home to your to your wife and children. So um, yeah, I'm really I've He's I've turned it from both sides though because he doesn't have a good relationship with his wife, and also, you know, he doesn't seem to be doing too well with his um, airport board. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't seem to like him uh, a whole lot either. He's he, he not did, a happy man. He doesn't, and he doesn't know how to solve any problems. I mean, basically, he goes over to people and they tell him what the problem is, and then he restates the problem, and then they're like, "Yeah, that's and then he walks you, away. You've got it, okay." But uh, yeah, not mm. a not a problem solver that Mel. Mm. And I was kind of when I first started watching this movie once or twice to get ready for the the whole show. I thought, well, it, it's not going to change that much. But really, as you rewatch it, it just you start taking sides, and I I can't believe that this soap opera actually has me invested in the characters. I'm, but I'm on Chuck's side. I, I'm on Dio Guerrero's. Yeah, yeah. They they all start making sense, you know. It's just, Dio has a plan, and he's he's working the plan. You got you can't fault him for mm-hmm. uh, for being uh, dedicated and, and you know working most of the steps. He he's on the fly a bit, but there you know. That that's where he, that's where he goes with these things. But yeah, we we leave this with the hint of divorce. You know, what a way to end a week. But uh, he's you know it's more than a hint. Yeah, I think so. 
when your wife is saying, yeah, when she's showing up in a mink coat and telling you that every, the kids have run away. Stubbing out her cigarette on your yes. miniature coffee table. and then... yes. Well, it was to prevent her from doing that to his forehead. It's like, let me explain mm-hmm. this to you. But he, uh, yeah, he's finally, he wouldn't take the hint, so now she explicitly laid it out. So, uh yeah. That's it. That's all she wrote, man. Yeah, and we end we end with that last the it, well just before that last scene. She's the only thing standing between him and the airport. That oh, that, the picture of it. That, actually, when you think about that, there's a there's a there's a great bit of symbolism in that last composition. It's the airport. Yeah. In the middle, in her in her very snazzy little coat, which one would think if you're coming in from the cold, you're going to take off, but I guess she just wanted to breeze in and out. She wanted to come in, have a quick argument, and leave. Yeah, get it out of her system. That you know. Exactly. Well, after he hung up, you know, she's she's got to. He. It's really hard for her to him to hang up on her while she's standing in his office. And, it was uh, pretty ballsy of him to hang up like that. Though. And embarrassing. You know, well, she she responded. She responded by embarrassing him in front of one of the employees, namely the operator. Mm. Now, by the way, by this time, is all the snow gone from the airport? Or yeah, we... yeah, yeah, we're we're still in the in the thick of things. I mean, there's a there's a stuck plane on the runway. There's is the a plane st- still okay. I didn't understand. Yeah. I, I I guess I missed a few moments because I was I was napping. But so the plane, because <laughs> I do remember they they tried to pull the plane out, and um and the uh, what's what's the uh, George Kennedy character's name uh, again? Joe Petroni. Joe Petroni. Petroni. Yeah. Joe Petroni. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Petroni wanted them to gun the plane out, and they just they got it out. Yeah, but we're, we're yeah, but they they wouldn't. The guy didn't apply enough uh, right, gas so on the pedal. Still, we're still stuck in the runway, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. let's, actually, let's let's go. This is a since we're eighty minutes in. This is the perfect time to do a status report. So we've got a stuck plane on a runway, their main runway, runway two niner, mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Joe has to go get more guys with shovels. Uh, right. We've, we've, and this this is forcing everybody. To take off from the runway that is that is, is over Meadowwood. Yeah, it's it's going over Meadowwood, getting all the neighbors upset. They've got the protest going on. Commissioner Ackerman is busy out getting ready to uh, get to get Mel fired. He's going to tell him to close the close the airport down, and uh, we're going to see if if Mel gets to keep his job. Uh, Robbie's run away from home. There's a uh, the stowaway got away from Peter Coakley and is now on board uh, flight two, sitting next to a guy with three six of dynamite uh, in his briefcase. We have his his wife, his penniless wife, is now uh, in the catatonic. care of catatonic wife is in the care of Tanya Livingston. Tanya Livingston thinks there's got to be something wrong with this guy, and maybe uh, Lloyd Nolan was correct. So, uh, and where else are we at? Let's see. And the you know, protest- all, of this, all of this adds up that Burt Lancaster is not running a very good airport. No, nope. he has poor organizational skills, I think. This is what boils down to. I think, you know, and the one-minute manager won't be written for another 10 years, so he's really up the creek. There's no, uh, I mean, maybe he should have been reading uh, Dale Carnegie or um, uh, the, uh, the the man in the gray flannel suit or something to understand, a little, or the organization man that was out at the time. So he needs to get... He needs to work on his management skills a little bit more, and uh, and work on that life uh, work balance. But uh, it does not seem it actually does not seem like he's got anything going for him except maybe a little kind of I don't know. Is there a little Tanya on the side here? Do you think? I, I don't know. All we've seen is him running his giant thumbs up and down her uh, her shoulder. But 
you know, there's, there's got to, there's feeling there's a something. stirring in his loins. No he's, doubt. he's, he's ready. He's ready to, to pull the trigger on, on, uh, on Tanya. But, and now that he's getting the green light from his, uh, his, uh, mink clad wife, uh, who knows what, what's to come, but, uh, it's, it, we are at a, an interesting tipping point here. Everything seems to be just about reaching a critical status. We'll, we'll, uh, uh, runway 29 open up will mel get fired will his wife will he agree to the divorce that his wife wants what about tanya what about joe and that airplane uh what about the people got in my uh, head spinning jim yeah i you, know there's so oh, much that, that that little that little set of questions that you just had i wish we had the late william conrad doing it as if it was the end of a rocky and bullwinkle episode yes exactly oh, don't miss the william next exciting Con- episode what was the name of his uh, TV Elves, detective? Mels or, oh, Cannon, yes, yeah. Cannon, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't miss the next exciting episode either. Hell's Mels or uh, <laughs> yes. Donna Wanna Divorce, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. But, yeah, well, well, we will have to pick all this up next Monday. But, uh, Chuck, thanks so much for coming in. We, we, uh, uh, we're sorry to have you away for so long, but we will have you again, please, before the, uh, before the show ends, before the – before they ro- roll the 707 back in the hangar. Uh, uh, what what uh, the listeners and podcast, what your podcast fans and listeners don't know is that to thank me for this, because you can't actually pay me for this, but you did send me a beautiful pair of spittoon boots. Ah, yes. As seen in the movie. They're, it, was, um, it, was, it was hard getting them on heritage auctions, but, you know, uh, yeah, Mark was a high bidder. <laughs> Somewhere in that is uh, Mel, Mel Bakersfield's uh, DNA. Just, Spit. Yeah, it's it's there. You can clone your own uh, Burt Lancaster someday with that. And so. I do want. I I'm going to go out tomorrow and see if I can find a an 18 inch high uh, conference table. Awesome. Yes. I think that's going to be the new <laughs> thing. Um, it's it's a, it's a, it's it's a way to establish management dominance in any situation. I I mean, did you actually picture, you know? You know, five or six grown men in suits sitting around that table with their knees. De- definitely have to un un. You'd have to unbutton the suit jacket for sure. Uh, yeah, their their knees in in you know essentially near their cheeks, uh, and a table at uh, you know probably not quite knee level conducting business. It would be like, you know what? I I I uh, I just look. This is this is not a uh, this is not Henry Mil- uh, What is it? Henry yeah, Miller. Henry Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think there are Japanese tea services that are held on taller tables. Mm. It's Fisher Price. This yeah. is a, a Fisher Price conference <laughs> room. Exactly. Yes. Um, but it's a yeah, well, it's the tragedy of 1970 uh, uh, furniture design, which you know, th- thank heavens we're we're now in the in the future where you can go to IKEA and set the height for anything that you wanted to. Yeah, but so, uh, it's made of you know, but everything's made of cardboard. So. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and right, uh, uh, Tanya, we can we can sit down and have our meeting, but we have to assemble the conference room table. Yeah, exactly. Where's my Allen wrench? Yes. Wow. But anyway, it's it's been great visiting the world of the past, and we will again uh, next week. So if if everybody could please come back here, uh, and we can uh, pick it up. If you're not getting the airport minute already every morning, or actually the night before, you get it. You get the bulldog edition with us. Uh, if you subscribe to iTunes and uh, look for Airport Minute and just subscribe, you'll have it on your on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your on your Android or whatever you're whatever you're downloading your uh, your podcasts on. 
Uh, but we can have that delivered to you every day, Monday through Friday, having, if you'll just subscribe. I'm having mine. By the way, I'm having mine uh, delivered to my pager. Perfect. Exactly. All you'll hear is buzz, buzz, buzz. But you know that's it's <laughs> time for another episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but you can you can you can do like Chuck and get it on your pager. Uh, just subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you go to iTunes, please leave us a great review because that always helps other people uh, get the latest buzz, as it were. So. If, uh, also, if you'd like to reach out to us on other social media, we are on Twitter at Airport Minute. We are also on Facebook. Go look at Airport Minute or the Airport Minute Commanders Club on Facebook where everybody talks about this kind of stuff. And, of course, there's always our great big AirportMinute.com website where you can read up on all the summaries of every single episode and listen to all the old previous episodes and get things like t-shirts like the these are these nuts are stale t-shirt and the uh, I have I wear it proudly. There you go and we've also got remind me to thank Mr. Boeing probably our uh, our signature uh quote from from this podcast. Remind uh, me to thank Mr. Goldstone. Yes, yeah, we we really do. Chuck, thank you so much for being on this week. It's been a you're you're a godsend and and you do have fantastic insights uh into the world of aviation and uh, and drama. Uh this is uh, one of my favorite if give if given the choice between this and and an invasive uh, gastrointestinal diagnostic tests. <laughs> they're, they're no brainer for me. <laughs> exactly. You'll take the test. <laughs> I am here with you. <laughs> oh, All right. Wow. Well, hang hang in there. But we will uh, we will return uh, next week with who knows what guests. But uh, thanks thanks for joining us, and please join us next week here on the Airport Minute. And until then, good day. Guerrero. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Thank you.